Hi again, everybody. This is the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast. I'm Jamie Allison, and this is the destination for high performers. We talk to people from different genres, different niches, um, all people doing big things in their space. So we talk to, uh, we've talked to athletes in the past. We've talked to CEOs. We've talked to lots of people just doing really cool things and bringing that forward so that you, the audience, can take away some high performance habits, other tips that you can apply to your life as we go along as well. And today is going to be one of those days where we've got a really special guest. Just before we go in to, uh, to talk to her. A uh, couple of quick things. Um, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that Jazz HR is one of our supporters. If you are a small or medium-sized business and you're starting to now think about either how do I go through and, and hire the people I need as we build back over the next little while, or if I'm just getting a whole bunch of resumes because there's so many people out there, that solution can help you filter through those resumes, get the message out there, all of those different things. If that is something that may fit for your business, um, go on to our website, which is www.bigideabigmoves.com. And uh, there's a link there you could go through, take a look and see if it makes sense for your business and uh, absolutely check that out. Um, the one other thing is, is a, a quick note, um, something that we've added to uh, the website as well is an enrichment page because we have so many guests that have um, really cool books. Um, and as people are putting together their kind of high performance lists of, you know, what, what other um, resources do we want to take a look at and, and help build ourselves? Um, we have taken all of the books from the different people who've been on our show. So everyone from Robin Benincasi, you'll probably remember, it was a eco challenge legend, and and she has a really cool book on there. We've got Kirsten Stewart, who has um, a really cool book about um, about leading um, women in in business, and uh, um, Joe Decina wrote the Spartan Way, head of uh, Spartan. So lots of really cool stuff there come from a bunch of different perspectives. Definitely take a look at it, build your list from there. So it's again, go on to w www.bigideabigmoves.com and it's under the enrichment page. So uh, I'd ask you to, to jump on there when you can. Um, so we're going to go into the interview um, today and, and I personally am really, really excited about being able to have this interview. Um, Sankita Patel is an engaging entertainment reporter for ET Canada. Um, she has talked to world-class stars, everybody from uh, Julia Roberts and, and George Clooney to Helen Mirren and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So the whole list is there. Um, she's also the host of HGTV Canada's Home to Win. So whether she's she's hosting on stage or she's sharing her personal story, which we're going to hear about today, um, or acting as a brand spokesperson, she really infuses an energy and uh, passion and professionalism, which is really cool. Um, the one other thing I'll mention that she was named one of Hello Canada magazine's 50 Most Beautiful People um, and is a spokesperson for CoverGirl. So that's really cool, too. So she's also taken cameo roles in feature films and television, including Arrival and The Strain. Um, and the one other thing we're going to delve into today is that she's really big into healthy lifestyles. So she has a hashtag fitness Tuesday um, that really motivates a lot of people on her social media platform. So I know Sangita, even just from that, you hear you have an incredible, um, I'm sure your, your day is packed from morning to the end of the day. So thank you for taking the time today. Really appreciate it. I think I need you every morning to do that <laughs> intro. I, I have no idea how I did any of that, but I really appreciate it. I'm really excited to be here today with you. Well, uh, thanks again. And and, um, and actually, that was my, my first question is, are things starting to feel a little more normal for you? Or is it um, kind of the, you know, doing... I, I guess business as unusual right now. What's, yeah. what's it like? What is normal, right? That is yeah. the question these days. I have no idea. 
you know, it's almost like going one day at a time. When this all started, uh, we at ET Canada just jumped into it and we're like, okay, we are going to make television from home. We're going to do it on our phone. We're not going to miss a beat. And we didn't. Uh, we went with it and we shot in the backyard or we're doing uh, on our computer like this on Zoom yeah. calls, even interviews. Uh, there were interviews I did at two o'clock at night with Russell Crowe because he's in Australia or Chris Hemsworth and you just make it happen. I'm, I was wearing my pajamas. I'm like, I'm not putting makeup on. <laughs> Let's just let this be. Um, but you know, it's been a, a very interesting time for me because I traveled a lot. I traveled almost every two weeks, let's say. And to be home with my girls has been such a, it's been absolutely amazing. It's the silver lining to see them grow up together. And uh, this is the time where I realize how important my family really is. So it really makes you acknowledge what your priorities are. And it's been a beautiful thing that way. Yeah, it, it will be interesting as things do kind of open up how people mm. have almost reevaluated some of those things and, uh, and even just how often people travel and, and things like yeah. that might be a little bit different uh, as we move forward. Um, yeah. uh, so I know a bit about your background, a lot, uh, maybe a lot of people don't, that you actually started out in engineering, which to, to a lot of people <laughs> is probably going to be, wow, that, is, that is, it feels like it's a complete difference. Um, yeah. But can you walk us through a little bit about, you know, how did, how did you make that, um, how did you make that change what what how has that progression happened over the last little while for you you know as kids we try to figure out what we want to do in the future and one of the things I loved was math and science and I said I need to do something that's you know whatever you enjoy and that was math for me and I actually didn't know what engineering was until I saw my cousin who was doing it and his dad said to me you know girls don't go into engineering and I'm like well whatever it is I am doing engineering um, and of course I learned through the the process what engineering was and I did electrical engineering and it was math and science at a whole new level uh, but I really enjoyed it it actually made you think about how to well it actually makes you think about the world in a 3d world it, you make it makes you question things and you just don't take take things for granted and that's what I learned from engineering and I did engineering for almost five years got my professional engineering but my passion always led to me talking to people. I, I always wanted to do something that was more related to um, having those conversations. Because my mantra is if you talk to someone new every day, you're gonna learn something new. And so I did apply for journalism. I did apply for engineering. At the end of the day, my dad's like, well, where are you gonna make a living? Where is life gonna be easier for you? And that was engineering. Yeah. And so I did it, but that passion was still with me. And I started at the Weather Network, which was the perfect mix because uh, the president of Pelham Rex like, well, you love math and science, so why'd you do weather? And it was the beginning of my career in television. And I'm one of those people that say, why not? Let's give it a try. If you fail, you try something new. So it's, that's my mentality. It's like, give it a try. You never know. And this is where I am now at ET Canada after going through a whirlwind of different jobs. And, uh, yeah. and I love it. Well, and, and even doing the weather, there's there's a little more ad-libbing probably attached with that, which probably plays to your strengths right. too as well. Right, right Jamie? That, that you're, that's such a good point because when you do the weather, I remember there was one day, it was a hot summer day, beautiful sunny skies, high pressure right across the country, and my computer goes out. So I have a green screen with one shot and I have to fill six minutes of ad-lib. And you know, six one minute's hard to fill. And I remember the Raptors were playing and so I talked about the Raptors and, and ad-lib really takes you to a whole new level when it comes to television and being yourself. And the Weather Network, that's what really taught me to understand what television really is about and connecting with people. So if you have the opportunity to do ad lib do it it is it's an incredible experience and um, i mean when it comes to prompter it's great too but the idea of doing ad lib and being live is just ah i love it i love it
Yeah. Now you mentioned, I, I think it, you said um, somebody had told you back when you were looking at engineering as a possibility, somebody did say, girls don't do engineering. Um, and that's still a struggle in those STEM areas. Um, do you see that as, as changing now? I mean, you have, you have children yourself and, you know, how uh, has that changed, I think, and how that's positioned for, for young girls from what you see? Yeah, it's a really good question because when I was an engineer, we did have a program that was about women, women in technology. And I was yeah part of that group even after studying I would still go and be part of this project and talk to kids that were in high school or even thinking about doing some kind of STEM program the truth is when I graduated I think there was six out of 80 people that graduate graduated that were women at the end of it yeah. uh, which is a sad number it's not a great number and I think the way technology has changed I think a lot more women are going into it because it's different programs I think when I was a kid it was either electrical mechanical industrial it wasn't all these other different features now um, and I think my girls they love math and science as well and they're just curious about the world but this generation I don't know what they're going to be doing it wasn't like when we were growing up it was you know become a doctor and do this or this and this i have no idea what the kids are going to be i don't even know what's next and that scares the shit out of me <laughs> but like as a parent sure. i can't even say that to them go into medicine go into this yeah like, it's it's a different world so i think technology now for women is understanding what that journey really is it's not the same as i was as a kid so it's a really good question will it change i think it will yeah, yeah, and it's not as linear as it used to be, which is mm -hmm, which exactly, is interesting because yeah. the environment has changed so much. Um, you mentioned your your family has been home with you, and you've been able to connect really well. Um, even just as as things start to move forward, and and maybe even in the past, um, with that being so important to you, how how do you keep things balanced yourself because your job also does mean that yeah. you've got a lot of strange times you're having to do work and and a lot yeah. of you know a lot of work. How how do you do that personally? It's, it's, you know, when it comes to the word balance, it's either something suffers. It's never a 50-50. It's either your family becomes your balance or it's your work that becomes a balance. And it's finding that ability to understand that's okay. I think women put a lot of pressure on them to say, you know, I have to be there for my family, but I want to have a career at the same time. It's okay to take time for your career while the husband or you have help to help with your kids or your family um so for me right now it's just up in the air like i have my door closed i don't know where my kids are no they're at school they're at school uh, but you know it is it's understanding it's okay to make a mistake it's all right to have those moments and i think that's how i live is that you know if i if i screw up i screw up it, it, it's part of who you are i remember one night my daughter is on uh, on the sofa and it's 10 o'clock at night. My husband's like, can you just take her up and put her in bed? I totally forgot. In the middle of the night, I'm sleeping and I hear a thump. And I'm like, oh my God, I left my daughter on the couch. And she wakes up and she goes, I'm cold. And I'm like, oh, right, okay. Um, so I think for a lot of people is not to have put that pressure, especially at a time like this, yeah. it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to let you let yourself be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you also do, uh, you have a, a bit of a routine around fitness and things like that. You said even before we talked this morning, yeah. that was one priority for you. Um, I know that you really picked up on CrossFit as being something that you did personally. And, and uh, yeah. maybe the question is, is, is why did that kind of appeal to you and maybe continues to with that functional fitness part? Yeah. Um, and then the other side is, do you still do, uh, do you still do the wad for the day or do you some, do you do your own <laughs> stuff? How does that, how does that work for you? 
<laughs> the fact that you say what of the day, I love it. Uh, you know, it was interesting because I had my second child and I, I, I went through a period, and I think a lot of women go through this, where you kind of lose yourself because you're redefining yourself as a mom and you don't know who you are. And um, it does lead to some issues in terms of depression, anxiety. It's a lot of um, understanding who you are such a young age. You have, you have a baby to take care of, but also yourself and what happened to me, I was driving one day, I, I put, you know, I, I left my baby with my husband, I was driving, I, I had a Big Mac, like I just was, I was not in a good place. And I came across this gym that said Element CrossFit. And I went in and <laughs> looked at me and she goes, why don't we do some workouts? And she gave me a barbell. And I used to work out before this, but nothing like this. And it just was invigorating. At that moment, nothing else matters. It's just me and this barbell and trying to get it up. And that's when my life changed. And that's when I realized fitness was my mental, it helped me mentally. And that's why it's always been part of my life. It's just invigorating. And that hour is just for me to be in that gym and nothing else matters. So when I'm at CrossFit, my phone is put away in the locker. I, I you know, even, well, if my kids are at home, then I have it with me, but most times it's not. And so uh, you have to find something that makes you feel mentally well. Physically, it's great. It's a great bonus. But for me, it was mentally why I joined CrossFit. And uh, I love heavy weights. And it's part of my schedule now. It's not even something I think about anymore. It's like brushing my teeth. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's pretty yeah. programmatic, which is nice, because it gives you that, that, yeah. that to fall back on. Um, yeah. So in your job, um, you have already, I mean, you know, we listed a few of them, and but you have talked to huge names. Um, first question is, uh, do you still find it intimidating with certain people? Um, or, or is that something that now because you've talked to a bunch of people at different levels that that's not the same anymore? No, you know, I get excited every time. Uh, I, anytime I get to chat with someone, I remember walking to the room and it was Helen Mirren. And um, I just, I was like, oh, Helen Mirren. <laughs> and she's cursing. And I'm like, oh my God, I love this woman. She's just like, she's just like everybody else. Uh, I get excited every single time. Any opportunity to have a talk with people. Again, like I said, I love connecting with people. So I walk yeah. into a room when I do an interview and I say, you're my best friend for four minutes. And for those four minutes, you and I are going to connect. And sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. But most time you make that connection because they're just, they're just like us. And I know they're going through this as work. But if you listen to what they're saying, you can always pick up on what they're going to say. What could the conversation go to the next point? So, um, yeah, I, you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we've been, I call ourselves friends now after all these years. And uh, how we connected was through fitness because he was an inspiration to me. And, you know, we DM each other sometimes and have a conversation. Um, you know, so it's been great that way. So making those connections, Priyanka Chopra as well, Tom Cruise, you know, all these people, it is nice when they know your name because my name is not easy. So it, it's a great feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and, and that, um, I, I mean, you, you mentioned The Rock. That was one thing where you did, uh, I think you reached out really quickly. I think there was a, a red carpet moment or something yeah! where you were just amongst the crowd. I remember seeing that where um, you had had some way. What, what's the story behind that where I think you oh, yelled push-ups to him and he actually turned right. around, right? Something I, like I, that. It's insane that he remembered that. So uh, I tweeted him, I go, I'm, I'm up for a push-up challenge or something about fitness that happened. And, you know, we're in spot number 95, probably out of, you know, and he's just walking by and I'm like, this is it. This the person I want to talk to. And I yell out, push up, push up. He knew exactly who I was, came over. And it's insane. The fact that we see each other and he, one time we were at, I think it was in Hawaii and he goes, 
so where'd you get that Christmas tree? And it's like, what Christmas tree? So the fact that he even knows what I'm tweeting out, um, wow. he's just a great guy and he knows, he gets to know everybody. He's, he's like a politician where he's able to remember people's names and their, their lives. And so, yeah, he's just absolutely amazing. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, is there somebody that you haven't spoken to that you just is the panacea for you that if I was ever to be able to have the opportunity, this is the person I want to be able to speak to? I think everyone's answer is the same. Oprah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I would love to sit down and chat with Oprah. There, I've been, there's been little moments where I'm so close to chatting with her and it still hasn't happened. I have not given up. She is the woman I looked up to growing up. It was her and Connie Chung. I didn't see people reflected on television that looked like me. So yeah. the idea of seeing a woman of color like her and being in this power position where what she says is so important to so many people, I would love to just sit down and chat with her. Yeah, yeah. She, Oprah's my number one right now. And you just and, mentioned that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I was going to say and Tiger Woods. I don't know why, but oh, some really? I want to chat. Yeah. I'm not sure why. I just find him really fascinating the way he plays his game and what gets him going. So yeah, he's also on my list. Cool. Um, you mentioned there about how um, you didn't see people that looked like you. And that's part of the reason that it's there. Um, I, I think you probably have become that role model for many people, especially in the South Asian community. Are you are you aware of that when you're when you're doing what you do? And, um, you know, is is that something that you you think about, I guess? Yeah, you know, it's um, I live life where I say, you know, just have fun, just make every opportunity positive. And uh, that's what I did for a long time. And then I discovered social media where there's something called DMs. I didn't know what DMs were. And all these emails and messages were there. And uh, it was a lot of young South Asian women. And I didn't realize how important this platform was to be on ET Canada as a woman of color, especially South Asian, because you don't see it very often in entertainment. You see it in news, but you never see it on this type of platform. Um, and when I acknowledged that, I said, you know what, I'm, I felt liberated. I said, I am going to celebrate my heritage. I'm going to celebrate the fact that I'm South Asian. I have two girls. To, I want them to feel like they, they belong. And at a time like this in 2020 and understanding what representation really means is I'm going through a lot right now, understanding what I had to go through and understanding the, the normality of how we make things okay when it shouldn't be. And so I, you know, being a cover girl is just beyond, and I still like pitch myself thinking, this is crazy that they have a South Asian woman as the cover girl of Canada. And so those are the things I'm like, I need to... So it's like finding your voice. What is your voice? And I think my voice and my goal is to make sure it's okay to be a woman of color, a South Asian woman, and, and you can do whatever you want. You don't have to be doing certain things only. So, yeah, that's, that's very cool. And, yeah. um, you know, one of the things that, uh, that people say is that um, you have this, you know, in, infectious personality and that's part of the reason you do so well at what you do is you come across as very positive in, in any interaction they have. Um, how do you keep that up? Because, I mean, as you even just mentioned about your own family, I mean, we all know behind the screen that at times, you know, you're going to have a bad day. You're going to have yeah. crap happening at home where you left somebody, you know, sleeping in the yeah. living room. Um, how do you how do you deal with that when you have a job where you do have to project that positive face a yeah. lot of the time? Yeah, it's a really good question, because I think what happens is that we we all have those opportunities where things just doesn't go well. And what are you going to do out of it? One of the things I learned was um, there was a director who came to me and said, saying, you know, why don't you try it this way? Why don't you fix this? Maybe you should change your voice this way. Or, and 
when he said that to me, instead of saying, oh my gosh, he's, he doesn't like what I'm doing. I said, okay. I said, I will do that. I will step up and make sure that you're happy. At the, ad, at the end of the day, people are trying to make you your best. And I think that's the learning point that made me realize it is finding the positive in every angle. A lot of, a lot of things happen. And, you know, I almost lost a family member during COVID. And instead of getting upset about that, I was like, you know, the fact that he's still here and it's taking those angles. It's always looking for that positive light because life is too short. Um, and then those are the lessons you learn in your life. But I, even when I use social media, it's like, how are you going to use social media? Um, re recently, there was this whole story on Chrissy Teigen sharing too much about her uh, miscarriage and losing a child. Mm -hmm. And some reason, I don't know what happened, I posted it and it became very personal where I just started talking about my own experience and the way women spoke up was so powerful. I didn't realize it was going to have such an impact. Um, and there's such a taboo around it. So it's, it's understanding that everyone is going through something and never judge and always be kind. And so I think that's how I, I always try to find positive at every angle. Uh, that's uh, it's it's probably an interesting balance to have to do because you you're yeah. in a very public profile kind of um, you know job and and also there is this mm -hmm. connection where people probably feel like they know you and but know you from whatever is projected so how, how do you um, how do you manage that part of it do you do you keep how do you keep some stuff private some stuff public and and how do you work through that personally that's tough it is tough um, it is what do you want to put out there it's a really good question in terms of I don't even know the answer to that because I yeah. think, like I said, that post I did, I didn't expect it to go there. And it was more of an open letter to Chrissy Teigen, but then it became so personal and, you know, some people didn't like it. Some people loved it. Mm -hmm. uh, most people were positive about it. Um, but it's also protecting yourself, right? At the end of the day, what will make sure that nobody's going to be, because we're all sensitive to negativity, right? How do you feel? It's funny how you remember that one negative comment rather than the hundred positive comments. So at the end of the day, it's really about reflecting how it's going to feel for yourself. And after I put it out, I was nervous, but at the same time, I realized how much it's helping other people. So it's, I feel good about it. So I think that's, that's the right thing to put out there is that I feel good at the end of the day. Yeah. And now you mentioned, um, you mentioned Oprah and a couple of other people were, were kind of people that you lucked up to. Um, mm. You know, I'm, I'm thinking of, a, a, you know, role models in your life as you were growing up. Do you, uh, is, is that who you would think of? Or are there, are there, is there somebody else that, that kind of um, mm. helped you get to where you are today? Well, right away, I think about my mom. Uh, she was the first immigrant to Canada and uh, they didn't have very much when they came to this country. And to see my parents um, struggle to raise four kids in Canada, they did everything they could to give us what we could get. And all they wanted at the end of the day was to get us a, an education and understand the freedom of being who you are. My dad would always push yeah, three girls. So, so there's three of us and my brother, but he would push the girls in ways that he just like, you could do this. He, like, he just had this amazing mentality of just pushing us. So I think of my parents right away. I think of my mom and the struggle she went through. And that's the thing with this generation, they're more privileged, right? My kids are never going to see what my parents went through. Yeah. Um, and that's teaching them what hard work is. And so, you know, that's the struggle I have with my kids. How will they learn that? They, they have access to whatever they want. I'm, I'm giving yeah. them like, ultimately it's like, I said, education is the most important thing. 
and I'm going to give you anything you want when it comes to education. But my parents didn't have it. I had to pay for my own university. So it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always remember the struggles of my parents and that keeps me, I'm going to say it keeps me humble and makes me realize how grateful I am with, with everything that I have and every opportunity. And I always make the effort of just connecting with people saying, Hey, how are you? Or just sending a note to say, thank you. It's really simple to send a quick email saying, thank you. I see you. And I think that's, that's, you know, it's something that's really important to me. Uh, do you think that's what has built, because you you would have had to have built a fair amount of resilience to get to the level in the industry mm-hmm. that you're in, um, and, and probably some of the things you had to get through in order to get to where you are today. Um, is that where you think that comes from, or, or um, you know, how, yeah. how did you build that resilience? It, it's funny, like, I still, like, how did I get here? I'm like, how did... <laughs> is this really happening? Like, is this, is this real? And I, and I think I I always think like, I don't, I don't deserve it. Like it's the weirdest feeling. I don't know how to accept it. I don't know how to accept success. I don't know. I don't know how to like, just be with it. I, and that's something I have to work on. It's almost like, okay, what's next? Uh, But taking that moment to understand what's in your life is it's difficult. And I think if people can do that, you'd be so much more happier. Uh, and I think it's more an understanding how far you really got. And I think just, I think it's maybe it's a North American thing where we just don't know how to slow down and say, this is pretty cool. This is happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so that's, that's something I've, I've tried to figure out through this pandemic is to say, holy crap, this is actually happening. Yeah, kind of a the silver lining to all this stuff happening. Yeah, right now, maybe, right? yeah, yeah. Um, so one thing that we ask uh, every guest that comes on is is uh, a variation of two to three kind of action items, things that if somebody's listening right now and are, are thinking, wow, you know, this is inspiring me to kind of take a look at how I can do mm-hmm. something right away. Um, the one thing that we already talked about a little bit is is how good you are at being able to um, kind of think through that, making a connection with somebody. And a lot of these people mm-hmm. might be looking at how do I network with people? How do I just feel yeah. comfortable being in a room and connecting with somebody quickly? Um, are there two or three things that somebody can do or practice that um, mm-hmm. make that difference from your experience? Yeah, I, I think it's important. I think a lot of us are afraid to step up and ask the question, any question that might be in your in your mind for the next job or uh, I want to do this. It's okay to connect with people, even if they're higher up, send an email. You, if you don't get a response, you don't. You go to the next. But don't be afraid to network. Don't be afraid to step up and ask that question. Why not? You know, I you know things I always think about is like, okay, we're in Canada. We're in this little bubble. Why not explore the world? Why can't you do something in North in North in US or the in Europe? Why can't you go to India? Why can't you? It's all of that. So why not just ask that question? It's you get a no, you get a no, and you move on. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. Yeah. To this. Oh, thank it, you. It's been a, a a great discussion today. You bring so many great things. Hopefully, we can do it again sometime soon. And um, if people are trying to, um, they want to connect with you on Instagram, want to follow your stuff. What What are some of the best ways of of seeing what you do? What's my Instagram handle? I don't even know what it is. What is it? Sangita Dapadal. Yeah, it's easy to find. It's easy to find. You also, if you put in, uh, what's your hashtag too? Oh, I have a hashtag. 
the, no, uh, for fitness. Your fitness, oh, fitness Tuesday. Fitness Tuesday. I know that one right yeah. offhand. Um, yeah, I started that six years ago and it's picked up. I, I like, let's create a Yeah, hashtag. they could put that in and say, you know, come up all over the place. So this is really easy. And the other thing is, yeah. is um, anybody, I'm actually going to put into the show notes so that we'll make sure we get the right kind of um, piece yeah. after that as well. Yeah. We'll put it in the show notes. We'll put it on here. So if they're on any podcast platform that you're on, if you uh, first click subscribe so that that way you're making sure that you do that, you go into the episode, we'll make sure it's in there too, so that uh, it'll drive it right yeah. through there so they can do that. And, but, and I make the effort of responding to everybody. I, I take a moment in the morning and evening. I, I don't spend too much time on social media and I take the time to read every single comment. I will try to get through all the DMs because if you're taking the effort to respond to me, then I'm going to take the time to respond back. So yes, if you do connect with me, may, you'll hear from me. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay. Well, we'll make sure we do that. And obviously, Obviously, they can catch you on TV on ET Canada and uh, and Home to Win as well. So, um, oh, so thanks everybody. Make sure that you uh, again subscribe. Um, we have new guests every week, great guests like Sangita, um, and uh, and make sure after you do that, go through some of our back episodes and and uh, we've got some great guests that we've already had on. So make sure that you do that as well. And we will talk to everybody again on Big Idea, Big Moves. You rock. <laughs>